you. Do you receive that this morning? Do you receive, hey, people in the marketplace, do you receive that this morning? Say, the spirit of the sovereign Lord. Can you just turn me up just a little bit? The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Say, I am anointed. It's not an apostle's anointing. It's not a prophet's anointing. It's not a pastor's anointing. It's not a teacher's or an evangelist's anointing. It's a believer's anointing. Amen. Say, I am a believer. I'm anointed to believe. I have an anointing to believe. Your businesses are protected. You don't have to move. You don't have to shut down. You don't have to downsize. I say this is a season of extreme advancement for everyone in this church connected to this part of the kingdom of God. This is a season and a time of advancement. Well, one, two, maybe three people agree. If you don't want your stuff, just drop it off 165 bleaker. I ain't afraid to be prosperous. Jesus started his ministry in abundance and, and ended his ministry in abundance. Say, I'm thankful for abundance mindset. I am a generous receiver of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Right now, I am a generous receiver. You can't give until you receive. You think you think you think you have a generous heart just because you're a generous person? No, 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 no. God put that there. I, I couldn't love the unlovely until I was loved. Because I was kind of maybe a little unlovely. I don't know about you, but but he first loved me and made me lovable. And my God, I'm lovable. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful and so thankful for the goodness of the Lord that we continually see in the land of the living. It sustains us. Specifically over your, your chiropractic business, expansion in the region. If you want to move, you'll only move because of the obedience of God. But in this region, you have favor beyond all that you could ever ask or think. Just walk in it Talk in it, believe it. Say, word, water, walk. Hear a word, walk the, uh, hear the word, water the word, and walk the word. If you believe the word of God, and you stand on the word of God, and you speak the word of God, you can't help but prosper. Jesus started his ministry... In the beginning, he shows up to, and he invites Peter, James, and John to come along for a ride and say, you know, I see a fish, but I'm going to make you fishermen, men. But just for now, I, I, you said you didn't catch anything and you fished all night. Launch out into the deep and let your nets down. Well, they, they, they obeyed. Say, obedience is my greatest weapon. Say, obedience is my greatest weapon. It opens up. So he says, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. 
And when they do, they didn't catch any fish. And then Jesus shows up with a word. Jesus shows up with a word saying, launch out into the deep. They launch out into the deep, let their nets down, and they pull up such a harvest that they had to, they had to call more ships in. The nets were breaking. Weren't catching any, any fish at all. Come on, old coins. You guys are going to, it's going to be a crazy quarter. Crazy quarter. This last quarter, I don't know when your ear end is, but just work with me on this. <laughs> crazy quarter. Expansion. When you hear where to put your net, hear the word, water the word, walk the word. What's this have to do with gratitude and thanksgiving? I don't know, but it'll work out. <laughs> he starts his ministry in abundance. Showing abundance. Goes through the whole thing. At the end, the third time and the last time that he shows up to the disciples, he shows up and he says, he's cooking fish on the shore. The boys have fished all night and they caught no fishes. Hmm. When there is lack, when there's been control, when things have been quarantined, look for Jesus. As a believer, you're about to make an advancement supernaturally beyond anything you could ever ask or think. Somebody say, get ready for abundance. So he shows up, he bookends, he starts it. He says, this is how I take care of my people. I want to tell you, there's something I hate and beginning to hate more than anything, and that's a spirit of poverty. The spirit of poverty dwells every evil thing. And we must have an abundance mentality in this season because God wants to bless his church so they can go out and change the world. He says to the boys, he says, how you doing out there? Third time, last time, he shows up to his disciples in his resurrected body. And, he, and, he's, and they say, we fished all night and we didn't catch a ting. They were Caribbean. <laughs> Thank you, Jacqueline. This is for you. We didn't catch a thing, man. Probably not exactly like that, but really close. And Peter throws back his dreadlocks. <laughs> he says, we didn't catch anything. And Jesus says, throw your net on the right side. It wasn't a knee-jerk reaction to throw it on the other side. It was throwing it on the right side. And say, hear a word, water a word, walk a word. They heard the word from the Lord in the midst of opposition, in the midst of containment, in the midst of control, in the midst of economical instability. They heard a word. Jesus showed up. 
Psalms chapter 29, 10 says, the Lord is enthroned upon the flood. The Lord is enthroned upon the flood, king forevermore. Which flood? Every flood. Every flood. The Lord, the King God, Jesus Christ, more the conquering king, is sitting enthroned on every flood. He's just waiting for you to voice activate his promises. Hear a word, water a word, walk a word. And they, at, at, at his word, the Bible says at his word, they let down the net on the right side and they pulled up 153 large fish. And the Bible says that Peter threw on his coat and then jumped into the water. I don't know if you've ever been swimming before, but you usually take your coat off. But Peter, the Bible specifically says that Peter put on his outer garment and then jumped into the water. I don't know if he actually did or not, but I think this time he went and walked out to Jesus. He said, I got it this time. I got it this time. He put on his outer garment and then he jumped into the water. Maybe, just maybe, I don't know, but I'm just speculating that Peter surfed to Jesus. We're talking about Thanksgiving. How do you keep your harvest? How do you manifest your harvest? You have to hear a word from the Lord. In this season, you must have ears to hear. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the preach, proclaim word of God. The word of faith that we preach in Romans chapter 10, verse 8 says, the, This word that's nigh you, even near your mouth, this word of faith that we preach, word of faith that we preach. Now, faith is what is faith? Faith is the realization of the substance of the things that we've been hoping for. Faith is. Somebody says faith is. Faith is. Say faith, faith is. is. Can you tell me like you believe it? Can you say faith, faith is. is. So this is what faith is. In, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, faith is. It's telling you exactly what faith is. Faith is a substance. Faith is not a believing system. Faith is actually a substance. So I'm, faithful, I'm, I'm thankful for the substance of faith. Faith comes. If faith comes, faith can go. If faith can come, that means faith can go. Say, I am a spirit. I live in a body. And I possess a soul. The Bible says that a man does not consist of the things that he possesses. You live 
You live in a body, you possess a soul, but you are a spirit. You possess your mind, your will, and your emotion. You possess your history. You possess your education. You possess your thoughts. Your thoughts and your feelings and, and your will do not possess you. You possess them. Say, I am a spirit. If you are born again, if you've accepted the blood of Jesus Christ as your, as the saving substance that paid for the debts on your life, if you've accepted that, you have, you have the accessibility now of the kingdom of God, the spirit of the living God to come into your life and make you born again. How many people have had that happen in your life here this morning? Well, we can have a tremendous altar call then. Hallelujah. How many people are born again? <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you're born again, the spirit of the living God lives on the inside of you. And can I tell you even better news? If it, because of the blood of Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit coming into your life, that means that you are now one, one. Somebody say one. one. With the spirit of the living God. Say, I'm one with the Spirit of God. I'm one with the Spirit of the living God. I'm one with the creator of the universe. Getting stronger. We're getting stronger because we're beginning to believe. You need to believe. Have faith in. We need to believe in the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We need to believe that our resources, that we've come into this life with more resources than we could use in 10 lifetimes. Say, I am overkill. Not that you should play Mortal Kombat or anything like that. I don't even know what Mortal Kombat is. Just kidding. Say, I am overkill. I am a nuclear bomb answer to little ant problems. These light sufferings cannot be compared to the glory, the weightiness, and the resources of God that is about to come out of my life and into my, my situations, my circumstances, my, my problems, my pains, my path. The kingdom of God wants to come out of you more than you want him to come out of you. He wants to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leopard, he, cleanse the disease, and he wants you to cast out devils you know more people are healed by a deliverance anointing than than they are by the laying on of hands that people need to be set free from the spirit of infirmity you can't pray healing over somebody that's possessed with a spirit of infirmity you got to cast it out and it's not difficult it's not spooky and most of the time, if somebody has a spirit of infirmity or a spirit of, of depression or any kind of whatever the spirit is, I say, do you want to be free? And they either say yes or no. If another voice comes out and spitting pea, pea soup at me, which hasn't happened, 
I say, shut up. Say, I have authority. I've been given all authority. All authority. Luke 10, 19 says, behold, you've been given power to tread upon scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy. Say, I have all power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me. So I'm, I'm talking about a lot of promises that are yes and amen. Say the promises of God are yes and amen to them that believe. I am a believer. I qualify for all the promises. All the promises are mine, are yes and amen because I believe. I'm a believer. I'm anointed to believe. Promises are yes and amen. Promises of healing. You just, can I, can I just say something? And I am nowhere near where I was going, Pastor Kevin, and you know that. <laughs> I have lots of notes, as I always do. <laughs> Hallelujah. All of this is contingent. Contingencies. All of this is contingent upon a few things. And one of them is thanks, thankfulness and having a heart of gratitude. Maybe you could just turn me down just a little bit. I'm, I'm a little hot. Well, that's the, my general state of being. <laughs> I heard an amen from Tammy or was that was, oh my good gracious. I wasn't sure what that was. It was a groan. Oh, it was like at Lazarus' tomb. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thankfulness is the, one of the key ingredients to you receiving your harvest and then keeping your harvest. The spirit of Thanksgiving there's a spirit there. See, you're anointed to believe. That's you, that is a gift from God. Because of your relationship with God, you, you have authority with God. Thanksgiving, the Bible says to enter into, I'll just, what is the, the scripture is Psalms 100 verse 4. Psalms 100 verse 4 it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Enter into his gates. How? Through thanksgiving. Why is that important? Anywhere in the Bible where it talks about a gate, it speaks of a place of authority. Say, I enter into my authority for this day by giving thanksgiving, by having a thankful heart, having gratitude. The attitude of gratitude will determine 
your altitude. Your gratefulness will determine your greatness. Well, why do I want to be great? Well, you, maybe you don't want to be great. Maybe you want to be nominal. Maybe you want to be somebody that just barely gets by. And that's your choice. And I'm I, sorry, I don't mean to be demeaning in my, my tone. It's it just for me, it doesn't make sense. Us four, no more, shut the door, praise the Lord. I just want to make enough so I can take care of my family. And I understand that because it, it's costly to be effective. It's free to go to heaven, but it costs you everything to bring the, the kingdom of God to earth. I've been in, on this beautiful process called death. Oh, well, that was awkward. I've been on this beautiful journey, this beautiful death of buried dying. Dying to self, dying to uh, competition, dying to uh, the lust of the flesh, the dying to uh, just my own passions, my own desires, my own, my own uh, selfish inward kind of um, th thinking, dying to my own pride, dying to all, all the things that Barry was in the world that I, I walked into the kingdom, weighted down with a lot of things from my past life that God has been so graciously cleaning me up. I don't know if everybody else, but for me, I've been on a fast journey uh, on, on the last 18 to 20 months. Anybody else been with you? been with me. God has been just, you know, cleaning and, and I've been just, you know, coming before him in prayers and supplications and, and, and weeping and saying, Father God, forgive me for the sins of commission, but also forgive me for those sins of omission, those areas in my life that where traumas, uh, where, where I've been cognitively trained by the enemy to do things in my life that I don't even want to do. Paul the Apostle says the things that I, I want to do, I don't do. But the things that I don't want to do, I find myself continually doing. And it's because he was being retrained in his soul to become just like his spirit. That's right. That's right. See, we, they, we're, we're trying to live a godly life, but we're trying too hard. And not submitting and resting and saying, God, have your way in me. You don't get holy by trying to be holy, you are, by the blood of Jesus Christ, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on your worst day. Say, on my worst day, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Dun, dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, da, da, da. It's the theme song from Rocky. Uh, it's really close. Okay, ushers, we need you to remove some peanut gallery from the front area here. They said it was close to my own mind. Okay, that's what I was trying to do. Now you know, now you're following along. Now we know. Stop sticking up for my wife.
Every time we get a new revelation of God's goodness, we get stronger, more resilient. If I can just see his goodness. It's like the four, the four living creatures that, that fly around the throne that are looking, looking through the cloud and the, the glory cloud, looking through the noise, lo, looking through the voices, looking through the, the, the lightnings and the thunders. And, and we have these four living creatures who have six wings and eyes all around and eyes within. And they're flying around the throne and they're looking for something. They're looking to see a new revelation. Say every day. God wants to reveal to us his goodness every day. Say fresh man every day. Hidden secret mystery manna every day. Do you know how you enter into all of this? With a grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ. It's a day of the oldies. His son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his son. And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. Amen. We give thanks. We give thanks. Thanksgiving is the foundation. Giving thanks is the authority. You step into the authority you need for your day when you begin to give thanks. I, 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 I hardly ever go through a, a day where I don't thank him for my salvation. I, I thank him for my, new, my, my newly created, that I'm one with him. I, I don't hardly go through a day without praising him and thanking him that I have had the privilege of knowing Jesus and I've been born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God that lives and abides forever. That is the greatest thing. That is the thing that I am most thankful for. And when you are thankful for these things, you step into a realm of the authority that you never had just moments before. Authority for what? Authority to take dominion. Dan was saying, everybody out here, we're all in the marketplace. The Hebrew word avoda means, it is a Hebrew word that the Jewish people use for work and for worship. Say avoda. When you are working in obedience to your calling and doing what God called you to do and being what God called you to be, you, ma'am and sir, 
are walking in your highest calling of worship unto God. When you have a thankful heart and you're walking in obedience, that day you have all authority to take dominion over every circumstance and situation that is coming against you or your family. Say, I am unstoppable, non-combustible, indestructible, 10 foot tall. 10 foot tall. I'm, I'm trying this new foreign language. English. Ten foot tall and bulletproof. In his presence, you step into the presence, you step into the secret place, you step into your authority through a thankful heart. Being grateful. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. When you enter into his gates and throughout the Psalms, you'll read it and, and it's interchangeable. They, they use praise and thanksgiving and, and thanksgiving and praise interchangeably. It's always talking about praise and thanksgiving and all, and, and they all are doing one thing and that's opening up authority and jurisdiction for your life for that day. Everything I talked about, the promises that are yes and amen, all the wonderful things are all possible, but they must be manifested. Your soul, the soulish and physical realm must receive on a regular basis the rivers of living water to come out of your mouth, out of your belly and, and into this realm. Say, all my promises are yes and amen and are voice activated. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was made except it was made by the word. 11 verses later in John chapter 1 verse 14 and we... And the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father. Jesus is the spoken word. Jesus, the word, spoke the word from his mouth out of his spirit by faith and created everything you see. This world responds to what it is made up out of. And when you pray the word of God, you step through and you give thanksgiving unto God. You step into your authority. And then when you begin to just continue to praise him, you step into all your jurisdiction, authority that you need to conquer your day. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You're entering, you enter through with thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Thank you that you're Lord over my life. Thank you that you've given me all good things. Thank you that you're the, the father of lights and I'm, I'm a child of the light. Thank you. And, and just thank you. Thank you for your amazing, wonderful wife. If you're the husband praying. Thank you. Thanking him for all the, your, the good things in your life and you're, you're stepping in and through and into your authority for that day. And then you continue to praise 
enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. You're entering into jurisdiction. Jurisdiction authority in your spheres of influence. And that's when you walk out into your community and the peace of God just emanates from you. The goodness of the Lord, you're smiling. Every once in a while, do this. I just tell people, I'm smiling underneath here. Happy. You enter into happiness. How many, how many people know that the Lord wants you to be happy? Not, not just filled with joy, that's a hidden secret weapon, undiscoverable because of your face, but actually happiness. Do you know what the, when, when, when Jesus says, blessed is the man, that word blessed is the, the Greek word makarios, which means happy and blissful. Methinks that some ministers have painted God with a really, really bad likeness. He is not mean. He's not judgmental. He's not hard. He's not cruel. He is strong. He is powerful. He needs to be feared because of his greatness. And you need to apply the blood of Jesus Christ to your life just to save you from the glory of his greatness that you come before him in. He is, he is all powerful, but he is wonderful and he is good. And he is approachable and he is kind. And he wants the best for us. I was going to start off today with the Haudenosaunee uh, Thanksgiving address. And I will not do it because it takes about 15 minutes to do it, a short version. And, and the teachers down in the children's room says, amen. I wanted to release the Skunagoa over you, the great peace, the Whenever we would greet somebody, we say, Say, go, skonok, go, huh? Go. We would say that, and we were asking, Is the great peace upon you? And I wanted to decree and declare that over you. Skonok, go, the great peace come upon you. We need to be thankful. You know, one of the things that I'm most thankful for is the peace of God that passes all understanding that I continually walk in, no matter what the circumstances, the situation, the problem, the pain, the lion, the bear, the, lion, the mountain or the giant, it doesn't matter what I'm facing. If I just spend time with him in, in, in my moments of thanksgiving, in my moments of praise, in my moments of gratitude, there's this anointing of peace that rises up and begins to displace everything that is contrary to me that day. And I just decree and declare, Skunagoa over you. And I'm not making a question. I'm making a declaration. And we would start off this, this Thanksgiving address. And it was think, what it actually means in Mohawk uh, is the thing that we do be, that really matters before anything else. That's what it means. The thing that we do that 
matters the most before we do anything else. That's the, about the rough um, definition of the Thanksgiving address that we do in Mohawk. So what does that mean? For our people, the most important thing is to be thankful. It's the thing that has caused the, the Iroquois Confederacy to stay strong throughout the, the millennial and millennial and millennials is that we're able, because we're giving thanks to everything, we're thankful for the sun and for the moon, we're thankful for the insects, we're th- we, we go through the whole process right up to being thankful for Sungwayat Diso, the great spirit, the creator of all. Because we never worshipped nature. We were not animists. We did not worship animals. We, we, that's not our thing. We worship Sungwayat Diso, the creator of all. And we are most, at the end of our prayer, we say this, that we are most thankful for the creator of all who created everything. And then we just say to everybody, we may have missed something after we went, like sometimes they go through almost a whole day of giving thanksgiving. And that's how they open up the reading of the great law. That's how they open up, you know, political events and how they open up, like they're opening up a new building. They go through the Thanksgiving address. Why? And this is what makes us strong is the foundation of the most important thing is for us to be thankful. And we, at the end of the, at the end, it's not really a prayer, it's a declaration, but at the end of the, the Thanksgiving address, we say, if we've missed anything and you think of something, Please be thankful for that today. Thanksgiving. So important. It'll change your life. It'll give you the authority you need. It'll give you jurisdiction, authority into your day. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your patience. Oh, Lord, you've been so patient with us. We thank you for your mercies, Lord God, today. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that we we are learning what it is to be grateful. We're learning what it is to have a heart of gratitude. Father God, thank you for having patience for us in the midst of the journey. And I thank you, Lord God, today we've made progress in the midst of our process. And Lord God, we are going to return to you tomorrow morning and the next day and the next day and the next day, Lord God, with gratitude and thanksgiving and our hearts, Lord God, and step into the authority that we will need that we'll be able to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, that we'll be able to even cast out, Lord God, the evil one, and we'll be able to cleanse the disease, and even, Father God, if we need to, Lord God, thank you for the authority to raise people from the dead. We thank this is all because of your goodness, your kindness, and that we're tapping into it through our thankful hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen. Can you give God a hand clap of praise and just begin to thank him for just a couple minutes.